Hello, my name is Mamadou Joe, and this is the Impact Podcast. This podcast is where the voices of the everyday are brought to light to hear about not only their fields of interest, but also how these individuals are really driving impact and influencing those around them. If you have Instagram, please follow the Impact Pod and check out my website, theimpactpod.com, for more information on the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. Nestled within the streets of Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, the clothing brand Core was born in the summer of 2015 and created to highlight self-empowerment and having the consciousness to take charge of your destiny. For Devon, living in Bed-Stuy made him realize quickly that he had to grow up fast and learn to adapt to any circumstance. Core NYC is all about constantly evolving, shedding the old version of you, and being a better version of yourself every day. No obstacle can break you once you have a solid core. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Devon, for being here. And before we start, obviously, I don't think you saw it, but I got that the OG, the OG core merch in the background. <laughs> um, this is like, I don't even know how long ago it was 20. Damn. I think it was 2017 or like even maybe a little further back. Gotcha. 2016 drop. Yeah. But yeah, I still, I still have this. As you can tell, it's been <laughs> keeping me, keeping me warm and it's a, it's a nice sweater. So definitely still one that I still wear um, here and there. <laughs> I appreciate you. You're one of the OGs. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. 100%. Um, and then basically, I obviously have a bunch of questions that I want to ask you, but uh, I wanted you to take me towards kind of where the origin or what inspired Core NYC um, and what that vision was like for you. Uh, Core was just inspired by my, my, my youth, you know, everything around me. Um, basically, growing up in Brooklyn, um, you experience a lot very early and in experiencing a lot, you're forced to kind of grow up and kind of adapt and forced to like understand either you're going to be this or that basically in this, in this world, you know what I'm saying? And you, you need to have a sense of self early on. I felt in, in, in growing up in New York, at least in order to survive and be mm. taken seriously. And mm. I really want this company to be taken seriously, which is why my whole motto is staying true to your core, you know, mm. and, you Got know, you. and my whole purpose. And I felt like it's an everlasting, um, like thing that I'm, I'm on right now, like a quest, I would say. Um, it's just like always like getting a better sense of self, you know? Uh, and I, I like the fact that you said that. And I, I love your motto too, staying true to your core. Um, and especially as we navigate through very tough times, I think that's a very hard thing to do. Because um, I think we're always questioning, we're always doubting. And there's so many external factors that are affecting our mentality and everything that we do. So I think it's a nice way to kind of settle yourself or at least center yourself in whoever you are or whatever you want to do. And that can be in any other vision that other people may may see or whatever you may see, but I think that's a very good, great motto. And um, I think just staying true to yourself and staying true to your core, I think that's a great way to put it. And it's a, it's a daily principle that I try to live by every day. So that's great to hear, honestly. Thank you, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. that's all I'm trying to promote. And honestly, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a hard thing to start out with. But once it's mm-hmm. like understood and I felt like, I don't know, put together correctly, and people mm. could digest it. Mm. It's a, it's a it's a fruitful process, you know what I'm trying to say. And then what what year was it that Core NYC started? Was it 2015? That's one something I wanted to ask you about. 
Uh, so yeah, the, I I started it in 2015, but I would okay. say I really put my foot on the pedal um, in like 2018 after okay. uh, while I was in college, basically. Got you. Um, so with the company starting, um, and you obviously learned a lot in the time between 2015 and now, what was ultimately the biggest hurdle you faced while crafting this clothing brand? Honestly, yo, dude, honestly, I would say, bro, going to college was my biggest hurdle. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, as a creative, I felt like I kind of knew already what I wanted to put out there. But college, I felt like was a necessary tool because I was always told that mm, you need this degree to be taken seriously in the real world. When in the grand scheme of things, college is it's, it's, a, it's a long, it's a long time. You know, four years, you know, you know how much you could get done in a year, much less four years. And the whole process of just being in college for connections, I felt like um, it got very old very quickly. And I don't know, I felt like I maximized as much as I could very early on. And it was just a lot of distractions. It's very easy to get distracted in college. To all those people out there, like, just a heads up. But yeah, mm -hmm. definitely go to college. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and then do you feel like, and I know, like you said, college is a very long time in that four years. Was that, do you feel like that stifled your creativity and like some of your visions, what you wanted to do? Because obviously you have classwork, a lot of things going on, or was there some benefits in terms of meeting certain people that were helpful or anything that you took away from it? Um, I wouldn't say it stifled my creativity. It just mm -hmm. stifled um, how much I created. Mm. Um, because of how much distractions there were and mm. then schooling as well you, mm -hmm. there's no one telling you when you have to do something so mm -hmm. that's just a whole nother thing of manage, time management that you have to understand and tackle um, mm -hmm. so yeah once, once you have all those things going on it's pretty hard to like prioritize your 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 vision your your passion you know because there's a lot of serious stuff going on and it's hard to avoid that mm -hmm. no 100 percent. yeah and, and i i agree i agree definitely for sure and um and i i could only understand and see that during this time period at least being out of college and like you said you've been on your grind you've been working hard putting out great content and whatnot and putting it out for the culture so that's it's great to see all of your hard work um coming through so that's awesome man for sure um, and then similarly, I wanted to ask, where do you source your own creative inspiration for clothing pieces? And what does that process look like for you? Is it kind of just scratching on a notepad, sketching things out or um, going on the computer first? Like, what do you do? My source is, is music. Like, mm. that's my main source. That's where it all started. Um, mm. I interesting like you say music. that. Uh, yeah, because... Um, in finding your your in staying true to your core and finding your your true sense of self, I believe that music is a is a is a very good tool in accessing, you know, just different parts of yourself that you're not like used to uh, opening up. Um, and with that being said, um, music is a tool that I've used in the past that has helped me escape 
um, what's whatever is on my mind or like whatever I'm going through. And it helped me, it helps me to just tap into like what I really want to convey and express and express it in the best way possible, I feel. Music is my vehicle and tool, but specifically mm-hmm. hip hop, like the mm-hmm. just the macho-ness and the mannerisms of all the artists, really mm-hmm. I try to like invoke and convey in my clothing as well, because mm-hmm. it's hard to find confidence like, you know, like little Uzis or like, yeah little baby you know there's yeah. this those people are just unmatched and mm. when you when those people enter a room you you know more or less like mm, you know so mm-hmm. that's how i want people to feel when they see core nyc or when if they walk into a, a store and see core nyc you know what i'm trying mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. yeah i want to give off that same feeling no no I, no I like that i like that you said that um and then and we talked a little bit about it in terms of just like impacting music and this will kind of be a two-prong question now that I'm thinking about it, but how do you ultimately want to impact the fashion scene in New York City specifically? So this is this is a little long-term, but I kind of was curious to know, like, do you want your pieces to kind of be vintage? Do you want it to maintain presence during fashion weeks? And do you want it to be more so embedded in the hip-hop culture and then like all, all the hip-hop heads and everyone's like wearing your brand and, and rocking that kind of, I guess, representative of what you what you're doing but if that makes any sense yeah not definitely um i will say that um my focus right now is Mm -hmm. to promote core and get it into as many households as possible and Mm my 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 way of doing that is using like influencers and artists um Mm -hmm. and i i will say i i i have bigger plans for core than just being a clothing brand so like mm. yes i do want to see core in fashion week and i have aspirations for core being um in fashion week and everything like that but i mm. also have plans for like bigger things you know i got i got Coffee. plans for like i don't i don't want to say all spill all the no, beans it's but all it's, good. yeah yeah, yeah. i, I want to tap into like home goods and like mm. you know specifically like gotcha. rugs and stuff like that because you know no other company i feel like is really tapping into really like catching the vibe and essence of mm. of, of how you want your customer to feel it's more so mm. like buy this thing and it'll make you feel like how you think i feel instead of creating the essence i want to create a mm. whole essence for people mm. that's fire that you say that because i was looking actually earlier today um New York Nico, he had like a whole like rug design for him. And like now that you're saying it and I'm thinking of it, I was like, damn, a, a core NYC rug, like kind of what you're wearing right now, that would be really tough. <laughs> Just having that in your crib, like your own that. But that's an interesting, that's interesting you say that because that's such an interesting um, area to tap into. And I feel like there's so much that you can expand and go into. And I don't know, I think it's like you said, it's just untapped and that can definitely become such an expansive part of not only your brand, but your vision. And that's, yeah. that's really cool that you say that. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's all it's all in the all in the book, the black book, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, for sure, hundred percent, man. And uh, the other question that I wanted to ask you uh, to finalize things was: for anyone listening that is trying to maybe start their own clothing brand, what is something they should be sure to think about and reflect on before they start? Because I know you've had a couple years in the game for this for sure, uh, but just wanted any insight on that. Uh, I will say time management, bro. 
Um, because like I said early on, college was a big was my biggest hurdle because I didn't understand mm-hmm. that I was wasting so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, time management and also just monopolize how you move, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You don't you don't have to spend money just to be successful, if that mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just spending and spending and spending and spending, but not realizing that marketing is your way of really getting more customers. Mm-hmm. It's the it's how you sell yourself or the company, I should say, that mm-hmm. really brings people in. Once people mm-hmm. understand more so about w- what your focus is and what you're trying to do and provide to everyone else, then they're more mm-hmm. willing to buy in, which is why mm-hmm. I'm trying to tap into donating charities. Because um, for a while now, I've always thought about it, but I didn't really know how to tap into that. Um, mm-hmm. And with this next drop, I really want to donate um a good portion, I wouldn't say half, but a good portion uh, to the efforts in Palestine, you know? Mm. That's, that's, I have a lot of um, Muslim brothers, you know? And mm-hmm. they have family out there that's going through a lot. And mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just, it's just a lot. It's just, I, I, want, I want to do so much, but it's just so much you can do. Mm-hmm. It's hard finding the thing to support at times, yeah. you know? Cause yeah. If as 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 like a, as as being a brand, you want to be taken seriously, but mm-hmm. you got to know which things to take seriously and support. Because mm-hmm. if you just support in every little gimmick that's going on, people aren't gonna gonna really think that you're really supporting those causes. Like mental health awareness is going on right now. Like that's something I was considering tapping into, but it's just like two mm-hmm. different audiences, you know? Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. And I, I think, like you said, like knowing where to tap into. And it, it's hard because it's overwhelming because there's so many issues and problems around the world. What exactly do you hone in and focus on? So I'm glad that you said that, honestly. I think when I reflect on you mentioning that, and I said it a little bit earlier before, but that's something that I appreciate in seeing your brand and its fruition and how it's coming out. Because I think about your motto and saying, like, staying true to your core. It's really hard when you start a project or whatever dream, and we all have dreams and aspirations and ideas, but starting it and following through, it it can be difficult. And especially if you don't see the results right away. And I think that's what oftentimes pushes people away from doing whatever it is. Like, oh, I don't have enough followers as this person. They're like, oh, I'm not getting as many sales as this person, so I should just stop. When that's not actually the case. Like things take time. Everyone's timeline is different. Um, sometimes think, things might take off after three years. Sometimes things for some people might take off after like a couple months and it all, it all varies. And I think that definitely is something that I also always try to go back to is that staying true to your core, it's going to take time. You have to be patient. You have to put in the work, but as long as you're staying true to yourself or staying true to your core, not to be corny, but staying true to your core, that's the very important thing that you need to push and believe in yourself. You can, it's, it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to believe it. So that's something that I appreciate about your brand and the message that you're giving out to other people. And I'm excited to see in the next couple of years to see a, a rug um, saying Core NYC and I'll, I'll slap that in my, my future crib or whatever. So, I mean, it, it's, it's nice talking about all this. You're going to be my first custody. I, I, I swear. <laughs> first one with- I, I, I'm gonna have my bread ready. I promise you that. I'm gonna have the money ready just nah, for nah, you. Nah, so. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs>
Uh, no, that, that's awesome, man. No, seriously, I, I do. And I'm, I'm not meaning to ramble, but I, I do have a lot of respect. And I think you were one of the people because, again, you, like, I, yeah, no, 100%. Because I think at least starting this thing, I mean, obviously, like seeing you do this in, in high school, especially too, it was like, wow, they're a whole clothing brand and everything too. Like that seemed like the the sky for me at that moment. And then you just made it seem so possible and feasible and you put in the time and effort. So um, it's inspiring to see your hard work and everything that you put forward. And um, it's, it's, and again, like I said, it, it goes back to the main fundamental, just like staying to your decor. And I try to do that every single day. So I appreciate the message and everything that you put forward. And uh, I'm excited to see all, all that you do. And uh, just for the listeners to know, um, I know that, it's will like air a little bit further out, but um, would love to plug your socials or any relevant information that you think would be dope for people to hear. Yes, core. Uh, follow us uh, on Instagram, core.nyc. Mm-hmm. Purchase the new capsule drop today uh, at corenycpremiumclothing.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> perfect, perfect. And, and what's your 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 own Instagram? You can you don't have to be shamed that you can share that as well too. Yeah, yeah, you could follow me if you want. Um, my Instagram, Filet. <laughs> you could get exclusive content there. I drop uh, details on new drops, discounts. You know, all all of that good stuff. Alright, Filet. Right. Awesome, awesome. Well, Davon, thank you so much for being a part of this, um, part of this vision and everything. And uh, always a pleasure. I'm sure we'll be chatting again in the future for sure. So, thank you, Davon. Appreciate you, man. Thank you again for listening and a big thank you to James Van Korf for mixing and mastering this episode and special beats from Leo Beats and Seiboom. If you haven't already, please leave a five-star review if you're loving the podcast so far. And remember, leave an impact wherever you go, no matter the scale, as long as you're making yourself and those around you better every day. Until next week.